0: You have to enjoy it it can't be a struggle at all you can't be unsure or question it if you know you love it 100 percent and you're enjoying every second of it then that's the right thing for you and you got to be grateful and blessed that you found that because that is a huge part that a lot of people don't have is actually even knowing what they love or what they want to do so just make sure that if you love what you do and because you're going to be doing it all day every day and Family.
1: the life in motion podcast is brought to you by actual outdoors they help build beautiful brands that highlight the approachable and authentic parts of outdoor recreation. Said simply, they keep it real. Learn more at ActualOutdoors.com This is a Life in Motion audio experience. A podcast about travel, action sports, culture, and more. What's up and welcome to episode 119 of Life in Motion. I've got Casey Willax with me who loves snowboarding, surfing, and just about any other board sport. He also makes plenty of content on YouTube to share stories and tips to get others stoked to live the dream. Casey, thanks for being on the show today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yes, yes, I'm excited, you know, checking out, you know, what you're up to. Uh, I think we mentioned kind of living the dream. So I'm excited to kind of get into that. And then, of course, the content aspect of it as well. But um, before we do that, let's let's start with, uh, you know, who you are, where you grew up, sort of how did you kind of get into this lifestyle in the first place? Um, I hope this connection maintains throughout
0: this. Um, I think I I think I got the question. You said Just kind of give myself an introduction, right? Where I'm from. Yeah, absolutely. How I got involved in everything. Um, I'm actually from the East Coast, um, from Connecticut. Did not grow up really snowboarding or surfing or anything. Didn't find snowboarding until like almost high school and then still kind of just had just a little weekend fun with it. And uh, yeah, I grew up mostly skateboarding. My background is all skating, but all like kind of... Just activities in general, just being outside, having fun, enjoying life. I love that about the East Coast. And uh, yes, snowboarding and like my career with that and everything that has led up to now didn't really start until probably when I was like 19 years old and was out of high school just trying to figure out what to do with my life, you know?
1: Yeah. So who got you into snowboarding?
0: Uh, Just a snowboard trip from my school. It was actually in eighth grade. So right before high school to a little town like 45 minutes away from ours Uh, yeah it was just this little rinky dink connecticut snow hill and it was so fun first time i touched my feet to my board and on snow it was just the best feeling i had ever experienced it was like the best skateboarding feeling but instantly and i was hooked
1: (laughs) so now i've only been snowboarding once in my life um and i loved it a lot i just wasn't really around the mountains but did did your wrist and butt hurt as bad as mine did when i was trying to learn how to um, carve and slow down and everything
0: <laughs> honestly no like, i didn't even have that window i kind of just understood <laughs> maybe from longboarding or skateboarding like the
1: edging and bunny hill was just top to bottom i needed more speed <laughs> that's all yeah i could i could carve and do all that stuff but slowing down i was not good at so i just resorted to just hitting a hard. Carve and just just landing just just right there on the on the bottom side so um so obviously you you fell in love with it then sort of you know i don't don't even
0: think i i was
1: gonna say i don't even think i tried to stop so i'm not sure (laughs) so so obviously you fell in love with it um instantly uh you you had better luck than i did when you're starting off uh or at least your first your first run so what i i guess one what was it about snowboarding in in particular that obviously got got you hooked
0: um i want to say probably just the feeling of having nothing on you and and being in that present moment and just shredding not worrying about what's in your pockets or what time you have to do this or when you're going to get back for something it's just you the snow your friends the experience and just yeah it was so brand new and it was so high paced and fun and connected with skateboarding that it was just instant resonation
1: yeah that's how, so, sort of like a, a flow state almost you know so so from there what i guess what was the next sort of a uh, progression you know after you got the taste and kind of fell in love with it where where did you where did you sort of take it from there
0: um honestly for a while it was still just the weekend thing a couple middays here and there but i was dealing you know i was still in high school and everything so until i graduated i wasn't able to drive up to vermont say and like fully experience what it would be like to be there not on the weekends and i think going there midweek one day when i was like 18 or 19 years old and seeing it was honestly when i saw corinthia parks that everything changed and like seeing the riders and the style there and like the bond that they had with each other and just how well maintained the parks were it was like picture perfect and there was nobody there and i was like oh my gosh this is (laughs) a completely different side of snowboarding that i've never even
1: experienced that that's awesome. Yeah, I'm sure that that is much different than a than a packed weekend. Um, so so as that, you know, did did your you know, did you start kind of exploring different um, parks in that sense or kind of st- still kind of stay, you know, relative to Connecticut?
0: Um, that was Vermont at that point when I was 19. I was like with one of my buddies, Brian Wentworth, and we were on our way to go snowboard at Stratton. And that's when the day that we found Mount Snow. And then so we decided to start coming back there instead of going to like the Stratton Sunday Pass. And we were like, we got to find one of our friends that has a full pass here. Give him 20 bucks or whatnot when he's at college still and use his pass and go during the midweeks and then like take the weekends off. So that's when it just just turned into really half living in Vermont and driving back to Connecticut and like working this job that I had like shoveling snow and doing landscaping and all that to try to make money to get back up there.
1: <laughs> That's awesome. I like like the little little trade strategy you, you had going on there. So so as that progressed, I mean, did you you know, obviously you have a YouTube channel now and, and do that. But before mm-hmm. that, did you I guess, did you ever like kind of get into like the competition scene or was it more like, did you ever get into like recording, you know, edits and that kind of stuff?
0: Oh yeah. So I would definitely was trying to record like a lot, but for the first, so my friend, we kind of parted ways after we after like maybe two, three years, he ended up getting a girl and getting married and like having this amazing life. And I continued to pursue what I was doing and I would have like a couple people help like here and there with a shot, but for like three, I want to say two or three years when I was living at Mount snow, I ended up moving there the following year with a couple of my friends and we all got like, you know, the classic get a job at the mountain custodian work, like (laughs) from 4 PM when the mountain closes till midnight, go to sleep, wake up, shred all day, do the same thing. I did some dishwashing jobs. I had the best one was probably working at the mountain. They gave me a free season pass. So I saved a bunch of money and I did ski lessons or snowboarding lessons. And just kind of worked my way up through the bottom of the ranks there, like teaching people how to literally put their bindings on, explaining what a snowboard is to actually getting to work for the development program or the development team, which is like kids that were getting ready to get into the park and start competing. And then worked my way up through that to get on the competition team. And that's when I was able to literally be at the mountain all day during the week by myself and ride whenever I want and then weekends ride with these kids that were trying to get stoked as much as they could and so I would just try to film as much as I could by myself but I was really more focused on like improving my riding during the whole entire week to get as good as I could and that's when I was kind of doing more of the like more of the contest scene and just it it didn't really push off until I quit the job with the like coaching because that that was the weekends that they would go to the contest so I kind of got the insight of what the contests Where they were and how it ran and then i was honestly pretty old doing like usasa at 21 years old like two three years into snowboarding and like trying to figure out where the contests are and like how how the whole thing works but i'm trying to get better myself because i felt like i was like super late to the game and it was just crazy but living at the mountain living in vermont at like one of the best parks and mountains on the east coast was definitely a huge impact on my riding was like it was able it allowed me to get better than i ever thought i would in like such a short amount of time
1: yeah yeah for sure and then so once you kind of you know did away with kind of the coaching so you could go out and start doing your own contest what like what what was that like when you first you know just started doing that part you know were you super nervous were you just kind of laid back and just me in the mountain or like you know what yeah kind of what was that like
0: it was definitely a lot of nerves going on Um, but I had just would like go online and Google all the mountains and see if they had contests on their schedules and like Google, like these different websites that would have, like show me where they will all all were. I'd put them on a calendar and like figure out which ones I could go to and which ones would be the best ones. And it was, yeah, it was nerve wracking rolling up. It was definitely went against like everything that I was like trying to do because I wanted to stay and just keep riding and shredding and getting better, but I'm like incorporating these two and a half hour sometimes four or five hour drives and trying to be there at 6 a.m was just insane you got to wake up at one in the morning so you're not getting the rest that you want and like there's that whole aspect of competing like any competition rider knows how gnarly it is um and then having to compete when it was like icy because they scheduled it on a saturday three months prior and you just kind of have to work with whatever conditions you got i found myself doing just things you don't really want to be doing at the time that you're you shouldn't be just to perform better, you know, cause you want to win and you took, you took work off. So you, you need money. like, <laughs> it, it's definitely a, it's definitely not for everybody, but if you can like pursue and, and push through that and like perform in any conditions, like a lot of people can, it's a good route, but it definitely was not for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, de- I mean, there's, uh, I imagine there's definitely kind of a grind to that. Um, so, so then kind of what, what was, what was after that, you know, can, you, know you, you, you tested those waters a little bit obviously still love snowboarding what was kind of that next uh the next progression
0: really was living as just humbly as i could i spent a lot of my summers at hood like from 2011 to 2014 or 15. i spent every summer there snowboarding until october and then would just try to not spend like the summits there 300 bucks a month like for a couple g's you could spend the entire summer there so if i saved up through the winter because the coaching jobs and all that and the tips and then some of the competition money, like it all adds up. And then really just trying to, I don't know, get out of that scene of competition riding because I knew it wasn't for me and putting a lot more time into parts and like filming for that. And then that's when I started to get some sponsors and I was like, okay, if I can support these people who support me and I can give them footage and they can give me gear, then now I'm almost spending no money on anything. Like I only need a little bit to survive, do a couple contests here and there. And when you do the contest scene, you meet a lot of people a lot of amazing people and you make a lot of connections and you learn a lot of things about snowboarding and the ins and outs so just kind of wanted to follow the circuit around like the world like the pros were but not really doing those massive massive competitions and just trying to snowboard the same same places and like consistently ride and just enjoy the feeling of, of snowboarding and trying to make that happen on a budget is is definitely not easy but that's what i did for like five six years before i even thought about putting a video on youtube
1: that's that's awesome i mean that sounds uh definitely exciting especially from the different places where where were some of the places that you traveled to
0: um so this time i had been because i told you i didn't really start snowboarding like heavily like moving being a ski bum until like 19 20 years old so from when i got out of high school even before when i was in high school i had just been working working landscaping saving up as much money as i possibly could not knowing what i'm going to do with it but just you know hard work like i do now with the YouTube, but just into something that was gnarly. And I was able to go to the amount of couches I slept on and the amount of people that I (laughs) could be grateful for, for making this happen was just, it was insane. But like a couple surf trips to Peru, I went once, we went to New Zealand with my buddy Niso, but this was actually, that was when the vlog was before that even happened. It was kind of piggybacking off specific things. Like my brother had a a band and he had a he's in a huge metal band and they had a european tour so like i hopped on their tour i just bought my ticket one way and we i was able to like go through all the countries in europe like just off of what they were going to spend on gas anyways and like having the invite for that and then when they would leave i'd end up staying in germany and that's how i snowboarded at austria stubai like all the glacier openings out there became like one of the best places for training ever and it was it was wild (laughs)
1: just just about everywhere you know throw a dart and see what you land on yeah it was a lot of
0: traveling across it was a lot of traveling across the u.s a lot of europe and just the colorado like the colorado circuit Preseason didn't really actually go that off until like right when we started the vlog is when i started to snowboard in a lot more countries because just trying to make the content like as amazing as possible off the rip was like my main goal
1: yeah yeah for sure that makes sense so out of well i guess since that's kind of the transition period right there like what what inspired you to kind of start the vlog in the first place
0: um i think seeing content on the internet my one of my good friends now ben gravy had a surfing vlog and i was just working at the time waiting for the season to start doing some landscaping gig and every morning i would just kind of put on his video to get stoked for the day and while he would go surf and have fun and you know get supported by all these people and these sponsors and then we would go work i was like dude we were basically doing all the crazy stuff like we've been watching in the video and my buddy jamal was like he's like dude you got to start documenting everything that you're doing like going on tour with your brother across to all those countries like going on surf trips in peru like living at mount hood going back and forth to socal and going down to mexico and moving back to vermont like all these things like i was just doing them on my own and for four or five years it adds up and there's like a lot of info that i felt like i could help people with and a lot of things that i like i could share that just were super normal to me now traveling even from van tips and like living at mount hood and like all these things that i just did on my own for experience for the past like six years and i was like i would love to share a lot of this insight with the world and have the other aspect of like make entertaining videos because when i was growing up skateboarding that's when i was doing like so many videos me and my friends would always film and we'd always edit and then when we that's when i started doing the competition scene that I explained already, that's when I was trying to film just like best clips here, best clips there, but to the thought of like getting fully back into video editing and like making edits every single day and being able to share every single day of my life, like, because of course, yeah, it's not the most insane things in the world, but the consistency, like it we, it, we were doing a lot and we could share a lot of it. So the combination between seeing my friend Ben do it and then seeing more of content move towards YouTube and then just wanting to share all that with the world was the combo was perfect right before Right before the season was about to start
1: yeah and that's all i mean yeah you speak about you know the experience and the stories and tips and all that kind of stuff that you know that you had to offer as well to help other people was it was it weird kind of transitioning from you know hey i'm i'm in front of the camera you know you know doing whatever to hey now more like talking to the camera about what i'm doing at the same time
0: yes it was a full switch up but it made the content turnaround so much easier because you just, you know, the whole audio overlay and going back and making montage style videos is so much more difficult. And yeah, it was, when I was, there's like so many parts that I always leave out that I have to kind of jump back to, but when I was doing the five or six year, just traveling around by myself, just going, finding myself maybe, Young kid just trying to like figure out what to do with life and have as much fun as I can, but still in the background, like kind of like, what am I doing? I was filming a lot of it just with the GoPro, with whatever cameras I had, not knowing what was going to be of it. And then when I came home in the fall from the travels or whatnot, or whenever I was stationed somewhere, I would sit down and I would make these little episodes called life sessions. So I made like 18 of these life sessions until basically my my hard drive got robbed and I lost all of the, the European tour with my brother. I lost all that footage and I was never able to make any of that. I did a trip to Costa Rica and bought a dirt bike and was like driving it back and forth through Central America to these different countries. And I, w- I lost all of that. And I was just so bummed and seeing the, the daily content from my friend Ben was just like, it, it all just made a the bell ring and I was like, I should be doing this. And then the craziest thing I didn't even mention there's so many things it's hard to mention them all but when you asked about what got me into the vlog so there was all of what I explained but there was also our me and my friend Jamal our plan was we watched all of his we were watching my buddy's videos and we were like we got to make a vlog to see if it's even possible to make edit and put out a vlog in the same day if you're going to try to show your whole life like let's make sure that's even possible I haven't edited in a while and so we went and we did a vlog and like a day off that we had from work we filmed it all it was actually Rocky novelty surfing for the boys it's like my first video and it was easy I edited it and like honestly it took me like 10 12 hours it might have even taken longer it was a seriously long edit um <laughs> process wise just because you know the first time you do anything you learn a lot about it but yeah. that footage we, we when we went to film the second one my computer after all my other stuff had gotten robbed in Mexico one time, I lost my hard drive and all that stuff that I was saying, my the computer that I got that I just bought and to start these edits and stuff got robbed and we weren't able to make the second video and this crazy, insane scenario happened. That's it's like, it's a whole different. A, it would take 20 minutes to explain it, but basically this homeless guy walking down the road at like 11 o'clock at night in Southern California calls my name out, Casey, relax. And I was like, what's up? And he's like, I got your computer, brother. And I was like, what do you mean? I was like, this thing <laughs> got robbed the other day. He's like, yeah. He's like, I bought it off some guy, this like, you know, this drug addict had it. And I, I opened up his computer. He was trying to sell it to me. I saw your profile picture. I knew it was you. And I had seen the video that you just put out. He's like, and I'm, I wanted to make sure that I got back your computer, brother. So I bought it off him. Don't even worry. He's like, I'll go grab it right now. And I was like, no way. And he's like, yeah, it was actually nice to use a computer for a little while. So I ran back <laughs> to my house and grabbed this like old. It gets crazier. This old beat up computer that I had from like 2006. I run back to where we met. This guy shows up with my computer in the Apple bag, hands it to me. And I'm just like, mind blown. And he tells me, he's like, yeah, man, what you're doing, the content you're putting out there, the message you have, it's it, like, it resonates with a lot of people and the world needs it. And he was like, this, this crazy guy. And I was, I was like, dude, no way this is happening. I was like, I was like, as a gift here, I'm going to give you my old MacBook that like, you have to plug it into a charger for it to work. But like, you, you can make this thing work, dude. And he was so grateful he's like no way blah 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 blah." he said his name was angel which is angel and he my friends were there with me and they, they ended up walking he, he asked asked them if they could walk away because he just wanted to talk to me personally for a second and like before we before we parted ways he was just he's like brought me in he's like what you're doing is amazing like you need to share your content with the world he's like i saw your messages he's like i saw your videos like this this needs to get put out there and i know it's like your true passion He's like, so just just do me a favor and just keep pumping these videos out, brother. And I was like, I was like, what is going on right now? He like hopped on his bike and he gave me this like weird smirk smile away. And he was like, drop another edit already later. And he like rode off. And I was just like, <laughs> what kind of a signal do you need in your life? What? To to go towards something that like you already <laughs> it's just it was unbelievable. <sighs> that
1: that is insane. Like that was absolutely the last thing that I thought you would say. Like you can't, like, I, I'm trying to think about the timelines of that and, and like obviously the, the unfortunate luck you had with the first hard drive and then it's to come first full circle like that. And not only that, but to, uh, kind of affirm what, what you're doing anyways, but you know, he was, he was so stoked on it and just kind of pushed you like, okay, keep doing it, keep doing it. Like that, that's just an insane story. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So yeah, obviously, like you know, that was a like huge sign. When- <laughs> sorry go ahead <laughs> so so i mean obviously yeah that was a that was a huge sign of like just crazy events that are are just crazy so you knew you had to keep doing it from there so i i mean i'm sure that really kind of uh jump-started things even more at that point right
0: 100 it was
1: there was no option uh, man that that is crazy so so with that you know you, you started kind of getting into the vlog and it's and it's cool, I'm sure, for you to to be able to kind of get that that feedback from somebody that was, you know, that's so passionate about what you're doing because, you know, they enjoyed what you were doing. How has how that sort of like evolved over time? You know, is, is it a mix of just day in the life? Is it a mix of, you know, tips and tricks, gear, that kind of stuff? Like what what does that sort of look like now?
0: That is a great question. And up until I guess like this week, it's just been everything. It's been all over the place. And there's been a lot of stuff that's actually been all of it in one, but you really can't want by myself. I can't split it all up and like put it on different platforms, like clipped ways that it should be so specific things. And on YouTube, you only get one title and one thumbnail. So for four or five years, it's literally just been my entire day, no matter what I do. And some days that's waking up and like doing a whole workout and routine and all that. And then going to the skate park, skating, my friend calls me to go like get a couple laps in. I'm like, all right, whatever, we go snowboarding and then we get invited to the lake later and we do wakeboarding. And it's like, what do I even, what do you title that? (laughs) My following, like my niche is snowboarding. So obviously I'm gonna choose the snowboarding part, but it's just been all over the place. But recently this winter, I really wanted to just go back to the ultimate goal because I've been focusing a lot more on like the entertainment aspect of trying to do the most epic things and have as much fun with myself and my time as I can and i haven't really been putting too too much like hyper focus on on giving people like meal plans or like workout specific stuff that i do just because it's 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 a lot and it's a whole another aspect so i yeah, i with help from a bunch of people i'm like I've just been sending out messages to everybody in what i call like the dub nation and they've been helping me now with like some video uploads and some edits and some Photoshopping and thumbnails and all that, but I created a couple new channels, one specifically called Snowboard Hacks and the other one called Casey Willax Health and Fitness. And I'm just gonna be focused a lot this whole entire winter season on like making at least a couple a week on the snowboard tip specific side and then a couple shorter format, just like easy to make, easy to edit, record, get out on the health and fitness channel and continue to do my daily vlog focused around whatever it is that we're doing and spreading like all of the info on there
1: that's awesome and and being able to pivot like that so like to the more i guess educational videos that you know you're working on why why do you think that's so important to put that kind of content out there as well you know along with kind of the epic stuff
0: well helping people is just the whole purpose of everything so like not only does it make us feel good but it makes the people that are being helped feel good everybody loves helping someone and that's that's the ultimate goal but also if you're trying to have people support you and if you're a content creator or if you're trying to make a living on the internet or making videos or anything you got to give something to the people that are trying to support you so if you have information that you're withholding you should probably share that and they're going to be stoked and they're going to support you along pretty much anything that you do because it just turns into like a group a family of just people that are there for each other
1: yeah no that's cool i mean because you know you're building a you know obviously there's already that kind of community out there but you know you're building your own community and for a good reason you know it's like you said it's all about helping people and you know being able to share share your knowledge and whatnot so like so for like the the um the the food aspect of it um and stuff what what are you what are you sharing like like meal plans like and then different like workout routines and like what i guess what does that look like i'm kind of curious Or what will it look like
0: yeah so i've always just kind of documented it i just kind of show myself when i'm working out and i throw that in an entire video of my day just so people get the gist of my whole day and how i'm feeling and if you're going to be watching every single day then you got to show you know you can't just show the the good stuff you got to show the hard stuff you got to show the cooking and so i've never really broken down what the stretches were or why i'm doing it before a, a routine or why i come home and like get in an ice bath or why or exactly how a meal is made or what the ingredients are what the temperature is and like people always ask that type of stuff and a whole reason i've been able like pushed back from it for so long is one it's like impossible to add more to the workload that i already have but two is that like i'm not a a professional and i'm not like like book educated on or i guess school educated on these things so i don't really want to share but if i take the route of explaining to people before all of these that that is my situation and i know a lot of people that are always asking they just want to know what i'm doing regardless so i'm just going to tell you but just keep it in mind that there are yoga instructors that you could follow for exact advice i'm just showing you a video of what i'm doing and what has helped me and i have done a lot of research on it but everybody's got their own thing everybody's got their own bodies you have to be aware of that and just take it all with a grain of salt and so now i'm trying to do more specific towards breaking down what i've just showed in like a montage with music over it and actually remove the music to show the whole entire thing and explain what it is and why I'm doing it. And and that, and
1: that that makes sense. I mean, you know, even though, you know, you might not, you know, have a degree in, in any of this stuff, you know, you still have knowledge of it and you know what works for you and why you do what you do with that. So in a sense that also might help, you know, the audience be able to relate to you a little bit more since you don't have, you know, a, a fancy degree and all that stuff or whatever, Because they're like, hey, you know, here's this dude that's doing this and it's working for him. This at least opens up their mind to kind of get in their mindset and either, you know, alter a routine or get into something else or whatever. So I'm sure that's super beneficial to the audience. Yeah, 100%. And I love
0: to give that feedback. I love to get the feedback as well in the comments and hear people and their take on it. And then I'm like, wait, what? And I get to research some stuff and then I find something new out through the comment section of somebody else. And that's why... I started the Discord community because like you were saying earlier, with having a community within a community, it's basically like, hey, this is what we love. We love snowboarding. There's obviously the snowboarding community, but within it, there's people that enjoy traveling or don't travel or there's people that want to live in their vans and there's people that want to be stoked and be happy and spread good energy. So it's like yeah, I've seen so many insane bonds and relationships get built up and like i've explained it before on, on other platforms but there was like this group that sent it to japan from like four or five different countries and they all met through youtube comments through snowboarding through all the snowboard uh youtubers at the time and they just set up some trip and they all met in japan and went shredding together and you're just like that's what we're trying to build and that's what we're trying to get back to the community and the discord is like the same type of thing from people like swapping gear out that they don't need or giving info on you know, if they're in the Midwest where they can meet up, if they don't have anybody to ride with. And it's just like, that's what it's all about.
1: That's awesome. Being able to kind of foster that in that sense as well. And, you know, obviously there's so much stuff, crazy stuff going on with social media nowadays, but like examples like that, like all the people meeting up to go to Japan or whatnot. I mean, that's like, that's, that's insane to think about, you know, 20 years ago, you wouldn't be able to do that. And now you can, you know, and you're kind of, you're building that community, making those connections and then kind of, you know, growing, growing that lifestyle further because of it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's amazing. Uh, I really have nothing else to say about it. I'm just so glad that it happened, that it's, we're able to do that. There's just so much help of each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, obviously, you know, you mentioned kind of some, some changes coming to the channel and that kind of stuff. Are there any other kind of big things on the horizon for you?
0: Um, just, just planning. I'm, I'm doing the first planning ever of my life. You know, you know, I scheduled this podcast that was crazy. I mean, it's super hard for me to like do something when my life has just been so based off of like weather or how my body feels. And like you know, if something comes up, you know, you want to go do it. But this winter, <laughs> this winter, we're going to we're going to try to do a you know, we have the Narvi, the big tour bus. So we're going to schedule out like a probably a month, free to Like the start of the season and then like another month late of the season and actually have hopefully dates of like a 20, 30 day period where we hit 10 or 15 mountains and actually do more meetups and get people stoked and like have gear right there and be throwing out goods and just be bringing the vibes to like these little mountains or the big mountains and trying to have people at those meetups meet up with each other and be like oh this you know these kids are all at the same place as we are been shredding we never really got to meet before i see him doing this i see him doing that and now they have a reason to like come together and get stoked
1: that's awesome No, that's a really cool idea i didn't didn't realize you uh you had to set up in a rig like that so to be able to do kind of a, a tour that way you know before the season um is an awesome way to kind of kick off everything
0: yeah it's been it's been the best thing that we've ever done investment wise just to to have so many sick experiences and to meet so many dope people and go so many places and live on the road with heat in a kitchen and everything and your friends on a big bus it's the amazing time ever so hopefully got- we'll, we'll structure that out properly though because it's been absolutely chaotic it's like if we're in colorado and we hear the midwest is getting dumped on we're driving 14 hours same night to hopefully get there the next day and like we're telling people we're going to be somewhere tomorrow and then we end up not going and hopefully this year it'll be for all of us
1: yeah, I guess the the weather does kind of um, play into that a little bit. So ho- hopefully we'll, you know, work, work out, uh, work with you for that um, for this year. So so one one thing I always like to ask our guests is um, kind of one one piece of advice, um, you know, that they can take away. And like in, in your case, you know, you kind of got started with snowboarding, you know, uh, when you were older, I guess all things considering for the sport um and then you know you kind of went through a couple of different iterations of videos and contests and then now like the vlogging style of it what what would you tell someone to like encourage them to sort of you know go all in with whatever that dream is even if you make pivots like what like what kind of mindset should they be in to to make that dream happen
0: you have to enjoy it it can't be a struggle at all you can't unsure or question it if you know you love it 100 percent and you're enjoying every second of it then that's the right thing for you and you got to be grateful and blessed that you found that because that is a huge part that a lot of people don't have is actually even knowing what they love or what they want to do so just make sure that if you love what you do and because you're going to be doing it all day every day and you're going to be switching it up you know like i have been but just the process of it all just find the love behind it and Make sure that you're happy
1: back to, to others. Love it. That was that was excellent advice. So so to that point, where can people find you online? Um to see see what you're up to, check out your videos, obviously the different content coming up. Uh, and maybe they can they can check you out on your tour as well.
0: Yeah, uh it's just my name, Casey Willax, basically on everything. Um YouTube from the YouTube, you can see the other ones, Casey Willax. There's the hacks is gonna be called Snowboard Hacks, Casey Willax Health and Fitness. Those are all YouTube channels my name on Instagram TikTok the kcblax.com will have merch and gear and all the updates this fall but we're still in the process of getting all that dialed in right now
1: awesome well everyone definitely uh make sure you check out all that stuff uh you know get stoked for your own uh your own snowboarding adventure uh or you know just get gets some entertainment and some knowledge along the way as well so but I, pr- I appreciate you taking the time to share your story uh obviously why you're so passionate about um it in the first place and also so passionate about um helping others because that's equally as important so um to that i wish you the best of luck uh you know for the next couple months getting into you know right before the season and whatnot um and i can't wait to see what you're up to thank
0: you so much i appreciate you so much for having me on hope everybody's stoked thanks for listening
1: And hey, if you've made it this far and like what you've heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about life in motion. Until next time.